Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here, and it is Sunday, so we are doing breaches of the week, but because it's a holiday weekend and happy Easter, Passover, Ramadan, whatever you celebrate uh, this weekend, uh, this is obviously going to be truncated, and so I did not have the time because it takes a lot of time on Sundays to aggregate essentially all this data breach information from the past week when I go looking uh, because of the holiday. I did not have that kind of time, but I want to talk about one very special breach this week that is essentially would have been my final and so I'm going to catch up on all the other breaches and do an extra long video next weekend. So be prepared for that, uh, usual listeners and watchers. Today, though, we're going to be talking about the data leak out of the Pentagon. Now, if you didn't hear about this, this is actually a major issue that we have to discuss. And this is coming from multiple sources, although I'm cribbing from The Guardian that I thought had a really clear write-up on that. And thank you very much, Guardian, for that. But here's what's going on if you didn't know. A large cache of documents uh, are basically what appear to be classified Pentagon documents are circulating on social media channels. And it's becoming a growing source of anxiety for U.S. intelligence agencies, as well as numerous allies that have been forced to essentially deny what are in these leaks. Now, half a dozen photograph photographs of printed classified documents mostly pertaining to the state of the Ukraine war as of the beginning of March started to be shared on Russian telegram channels in the middle of last week even though research by open source intelligence organization Bellingcat suggested that they made the rounds on niche gaming image boards several weeks earlier I believe my Minecraft was one of those boards as well now this past Friday a couple of days ago a further batch of more than 100 Pentagon documents was being shared on Twitter Twitter, seemingly revealing confidential information that U.S. spy agencies had obtained, not just about Russia, this information and its war of aggression against Ukraine, but also on allies such as Israel and South Korea, not to mention France. Now, while at least some of these informa some of this information from these images uh, appear to be doctored from that first leak, the authenticity of the latest batch has not been initially or immediately questioned. The New York Times described this leak as a quote-unquote nightmare for the five eyes. If you don't know what the five eyes are, that's the intelligence alliance that is the United States, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. We share intelligence at a very deep level specifically on these things, and so this is going to be a nightmare as one of us is caught up in that, if not more. Now, today, <clears throat> the office of uh, Israel's prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, had to issue a statement in which it firmly rejected a claim made in one of these new leaked documents that Israel foreign intelligence agencies had encouraged its staff and Israeli citizens to participate in March's wave of anti-government protests across the country. If you've been keeping up on uh, Israeli politics right now, the apparently the party in power, uh, which is further right, was attempting to essentially change the judiciary in possibly their favor. And a lot of Israelis went to the streets to protest that, and that has now been put on hold. But this document is claiming that this was essentially forced through the intelligence agencies like the Mossad in Israel, and here we are. That, le that leaked document labeled top secret said that in February, senior Mossad officials, quote, advocated for Mossad officials and Israeli citizens to protest the new Israeli government's proposed judicial reforms, including several explicit calls to action that decried the Israeli government, according to Signals Intelligence or sick int, end quote. And so that obviously would be a very huge problem uh, if that is actually true. Government officials, meanwhile, in South Korea said today that they were aware of another leaked document that suggested that U.S. intelligence had spied 
on South Korea in Seoul, the capital, and were planning to, quote, have necessary consultations with the U.S. side, end quote, over issues raised by the league. If you're not aware, South Korea is a very close ally of ours. Uh, we actually have something like 30 to 50,000 U.S. troops stationed in South Korea, many along the border with North Korea, obviously backed by China uh, and, and previously Russia. So, so we are very close allies with South Korea. And if we're spying on them, that's not going to go over well, especially to the South Koreans. Now, at least two of these leaked Pentagon documents, based at least in part on intercepted foreign intelligence communications, describe South Korean concern over U.S. pressure to aid Ukraine in its defensive efforts against Russia, with the former minister, Yi Moon-hui, uh, expressing concern that artillery shells requested by Washington for its own use could ultimately end up in Ukrainian hands. South Korea, for the record, has a long-standing policy to not provide lethal weapons to countries at war the south korean presidential a south korean presidential official speaking to reporters declined to respond further to questions about u.s spying or to confirm any details from those leaked documents now while potentially embarrassing for the Pentagon, the leaked documents, interestingly enough, also paint a rather good portrait of the U.S. abilities to penetrate Russian military planning, including the internal groups of the notorious Wagner mercenary group that is uh, essentially funded out of Russia. The leaked documents show that the mercenary outfit's ambition was to operate in African states as well as Haiti, just south here of the United States, and uh, basically it hatched plans to source arms covertly from NATO member Turkey, Turkey, if you recall, is uh, essentially run by by a quasi autocrat um, that has had very interesting ties. Erdogan, uh, the autocrat, has had very interesting ties to Russia. And if you are a Turkish citizen and disagree that Erdogan is an autocrat, that is your right. But by all autocratic checks, uh, he, he does check a lot of those boxes. Now, in early February, uh, Wagner personnel quote met with Turkish contacts to purchase weapons and equipment from Turkey end quote, and that's according to one of the reports suggesting that the country of Mali could actually act as a proxy buyer. Wagner is known to set up uh, to have set up a sizable operation in the West African state, and one of the leaked documents claims a mercenary group now has 1,645 fighters in that country, I'm assuming training camps as well. Now, on Saturday evening, France, their defense ministry denied that there were French soldiers in Ukraine because those were allegedly revealed in some of these leaked documents as circulated on social media in the middle of last week. And this is a very interesting one. Because you are pulling in, let's say, a potential black eye for the U.S. Uh, military, South Korea, and a good staunch ally of ours, uh, you know, not to mention France, another good ally of ours, uh, all in this. And, and so by virtue of that, are these actually legitimate? The Pentagon looked at that first batch and said, well, these numbers look fudged because our number of estimates of Ukrainian deaths and Russian military deaths in basically the war fighting areas of those, you know, of, of the Ukrainian uh, country uh, were skewed, meaning the Pentagon said, well, this isn't our data because our data is different. And so that's interesting. Now, interestingly enough, this is a tactic that has been used for decades, originally by Soviet intelligence. And so basically Vladimir Putin, being a former Soviet KGB officer, probably could use these tactics as well pretty effectively. We've seen disinformation campaigns hit multiple countries. I wrote an article on it in Forbes back in 2018 and talked about their influence operations in Greece, in Finland, uh, in the United Kingdom, here in the United States, um, you know, Germany, as well as other places as well. They are France. That's another one where they were funding Marine Le Pen secretly. So this, this is a very common thing that we unfortunately, uh, you know, are seeing. And I can't tell you if this is just a Russian disinformation 
disinformation campaign uh, meant to sow discord, you know, for a war that by all accounts they are badly losing to the point where they are buying things from North Korea. I mean, that that's basically bargain basement shopping there at that point. And so they, they could it could be legitimate it could be a russian disinformation campaign but as always you know whether it comes to anything with this what you need when you are looking at these kinds of things is a good proof of chain of custody and that is the critical thing you can look at this and say aha you know the us is spying on south korea or aha france is in ukraine or aha south korea is doing xyz or israel is doing xyz but without a chain of custody how do you know that it's actually legitimate it wouldn't hold up in the court i could not take those documents as an expert witness, uh, you know, in cyber forensics, for example, and say, yes, I can guarantee that these are essentially real because essentially we don't know. We don't know the origin of these. Nobody has validated any of those things. And by virtue of that, even if these were uh, legitimately, let's say, stolen by Russian intelligence or another outfit or something like that, or leaked, um, you know, by an official in the Pentagon, that still doesn't mean they haven't been doctored in some way, shape, or form. And that's the problem that we have. I've written multiple articles on this, uh, you know, regarding other, uh, you know, political machinations. And I don't care if you're right or left. I don't do not care what your politics are. But you look at things like the Hunter Biden laptop story that continues to circulate around and around and around. The problem, as I wrote, basically, when this first dropped back in like 2020 or 2021, was simply this. We don't have a good valid chain of custody. We cannot prove forensically that everything you know that is on that laptop is his. And that's simply the fact of it. I'm sure there's plenty of legitimate evidence there that is his. There could be some that is not. And without that understanding, it's very hard to definitively point a finger in the same way that it's definitively hard to point a finger here. And again, this is not political. You know, this could be, I don't know, Don Jr.'s laptop in the exact same position. And I would be saying the exact same thing. Because we have, at the end of the day, an evidentiary standard that we need to meet, especially if we're going to make sure that we are properly adjudicating things, but also properly making the correct decisions based on available and correct evidence. There you go. And so it's a huge problem that we have. And again, I did not have the time to do all of the, you know, the work that I normally do for breaches of the week. But this one, I think is an important one, because this could be the foundation of a massive disinformation campaign meant to sow chaos between allies meant to sow chaos and distrust from the public against their government and all of that. Or maybe it's legit. I don't know. Hopefully we'll find out, and hopefully when we do find out, heads appropriately will roll, whether it's foreign intelligence that need rolling or whether it's people that need to be put on trial for legitimately doing these things. So we're going to see what happens. There you go. That is your single but important breach of the week. And like I said, I'll be back next Sunday to do the full kit and all of that. So stick around because that is going to be one long video, two full weeks of breaches. And here we are. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.